As a freshly graduated high school senior, college is one of the most exciting things to be experienced. People have always said that college is the best four years of your life, and most of the movies about college depict the experience as the most fun anyone could ever have. For many, however, college can be really intimidating. Learning a new place, trying to make new friends, difficult classes, living on your own for the first time, the list goes on and on. The hardest part for some is how to meet new people and make new friends. One of the quickest ways to meet people on college campuses is through Greek life. According to stateuniversity.com, the American fraternity traces its genesis to the emergence of literary societies in the late 18th century. At this time, literary societies acted as social clubs that added a little something extra to what they called Greek campus dormitories. While these literary societies added something more to the lives of college students, there was still a lack of social opportunities around campus. In 1825, Kappa Alpha was founded at Union College in Schenectady, New York, as the first secret brotherhood of a social nature. This brotherhood is described, the trappings of an idealized ancient Greece were added to those of Freemasonry to create secret societies dedicated to bringing together young men who were seeking convivality. As these fraternities gained popularity, it was time for there to be a female counterpart for women on campus. In 1851, Alpha Delta Pi was founded as the first fraternity for women. They were not referred to as sororities until 1882, when Gamma Phi Beta was first named a sorority. By the 1890s, chapters began to buy houses, which is the most common depiction of Greek life nowadays. Between 1920 and 1929, the total number of fraternity houses nationwide increased from 774 houses to 1,874 houses. Since then, many universities have adopted a Greek row, which is just a street lined with sorority and fraternity houses. For the most part, Greek life has been seen as a positive experience for many. It is seen as a great way to meet people, a great way to get involved on and off campus, and a great way to give back to communities through philanthropy events. Recently, however, many sororities and fraternities nationwide have collected some bad press. The most glaring issue with Greek life today is its lack of diversity. In August of 2020, Teen Vogue published an article titled, Greek Life's History of Racism is Catching Up to It. The article opens with a story about a young biracial woman who was instructed to buy a pair of nude heels for her sorority recruitment event. Following instruction, she bought a pair of heels to match her skin tone. After the purchase was made, the sorority's recruitment chair told her that she bought the wrong color heels and that she needed to go buy a lighter color shoe. This insinuates that the sorority's ideal version of the color, quote, nude, unquote, falls in line with the skin color of a white girl. This girl also explained how she overheard executive members of the sorority saying that they wanted more blonde girls in the sorority because they look better in photos and even that the, quote, ethnics, unquote, belong in other sororities. This is just one of the example testimonies given in the article. It is microaggressions like these that make it hard for people of color to want to stay an active member of Greek, of Greek life. These issues of racism have been prevalent for many years. In August of 2015, an article was published with USA Today explaining how a sorority's recruitment video 
shows a large group of young, predominantly white girls dancing around in scantily clad outfits. The first line of the article reads, a recruitment video promoting the Alpha Phi sorority at the University of Alabama has been criticized recently for objectifying women and showcasing a lack of diversity in Greek life. This isn't the only sorority to be called out for this either. That same year, similar videos of mostly white girls and little outfits were released by the University of Arizona's Kappa Alpha, Alpha Theta sorority and the University of Miami's Delta Gamma sorority. The USA Today article also went on to quote Matthew Huey, a sociology professor at the University of Connecticut, saying, when Greek life organizations were first founded, they mirrored in their campus demographics and that when campuses that was when campuses were for elite white men. Ever since then, the demographics of college campuses have evolved, and yet Greek life has somehow managed not to evolve much at all. Nowadays, fraternities and sororities require their members to pay dues to remain an active member and to be able to participate in chapter events. At a lot of universities, these dues can get to be extremely expensive. With these prices, Lower income students are immediately and automatically left out of the opportunity to be in certain Greek organizations. A big issue within the Greek system is that the members of the sororities and fraternities are in charge of most of the decision making. This is a mistake because most college age kids are not likely to think about the larger topics at hand, like diversity within their house, and they are more likely to be preoccupied with planning social events and the smaller topics that affect their members. There is, however, a national board for fraternities and sororities. Fraternities are overseen by the Interfraternity Council, or IFC, and sororities are overseen by the National Panhellenic Conference, or NPC. These boards are in charge of national issues among Greek life and ensure every house is following the rules. It is these councils that are trying to increase diversity within sororities and fraternities. On the NPC website, under NPC Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion, it states, the National Panhellenic Conference, NPC, is committed to creating a more welcoming, inclusive Panhellenic community, including addressing racism and racial injustice in our community. The Board of Directors continues to work with the NPC staff, among many others, to take action on these commitments and to incorporate a focus on access and equity in everything we do. This page will be updated to keep you informed of our efforts. Similarly, the IFC website states, IFC is committed to diversity, equity, and inclusion, and to investing in new and different ways to advance the DEI agenda across the organization. As the largest global development institution focused on the private sector and emerging markets and developed economies, and as part of the World Bank Group, IFC has a unique ability to shape best practices in this space. It is really great that both council websites have these statements included. However, the issue is not within the national councils. The issue is within each individual house and chapter. There has been quite a bit of research done on the topic of diversity in fraternity and sorority contexts, but the findings have been very mixed. According to the paper titled, On Greek Row, Diversity, Socially Responsible Leadership, and Fraternity and Sorority Membership, 
Prior studies have shown there might exist a negative relationship between the affiliations in a fraternity or sorority and intercultural competence, while others, other studies have revealed little or no significant relationship. The same literature states that there have been numerous incidents of fraternity and sorority members wearing attire based on racial stereotypes, vandalism of culturally diverse facilities and structures, and other accounts of the use of racial slurs and taunts towards fellow students from diverse backgrounds. Clearly, there are numerous issues within Greek life that surround diversity or lack thereof. Microaggressions, blatant racism, and some worst cases are all reasons that some people have moved to have Greek life abolished on college campuses nationwide. The largest movement to end Greek life has been at Vanderbilt University in Nashville, Tennessee. At Vanderbilt, hundreds of students withdrew from their sororities and fraternities in July of 2020, following a video posted of a Greek life member using a racial, racial slur. More recently, the University of Northern Colorado in February banned all Greek organizations from participating in university sanctioned activities following multiple reports of alcohol and substance abuse, sexual misconduct, and physical violence. While the problems in Greek life run deep, there are obviously numerous reasons that Greek life may not be such a great thing after all. There are so many positive aspects to sororities and fraternities, but no one really focuses on the negatives. Unfortunately, it seems like recently there have been more negative experiences in Greek life than there have been positive ones. If sororities and fraternities could figure out a way to improve their diversity, they could create a really inclusive and positive environment for college students nationwide.